Ohio. Ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. Fantasy football approaching the halfway point, and uh, if you're in first place and doing well, congratulations. If you suck and you need some help uh, making the playoffs, there's still time left. That's why you need to pay close attention to our next guest. He joins us on the hotline right now. He's our fantasy guru. Follow him on Twitter at NFL Exporter. He is Lance Goodman, and Lance, you'll be happy to know that JT, just like the Philadelphia Eagles, remains undefeated this season. And your hands go up, and then they stay down, because all we do is win, win, win. Yes, sir. 7-0 and off to a blazing hot start. I am absolutely loving it. There's big problems right here now, and we got to really get serious, because now you get into a situation, <laughs> and first and foremost, we need to figure out when is the cutoff for fantasy football playoffs, Lance? Yeah, the majority of leagues now that we have extended ourselves out into a 18-week regular mm-hmm. season should be starting week 14. Okay. Uh, in some leagues, week 15. Okay. So you guys are absolutely right. After this week is over, we've got about a six- to seven-week window to get this thing done. See, and this is why the real question is this, and this is where things get kind of sketchy for guys like me. Now, even though he was stashed away on my bench, there's going to be a bye week coming up where I'm going to have to use a guy like a David Njoku as my tight end. He goes down two to five weeks. Cordero Patterson was a backup running back. In fact, we were starting him at the beginning of the season, Lance. He should be coming back off the IR. When do we figure out, is it proper to cut a guy like Cordell Patterson, pick somebody else up, do we wait for him to come back? David Njoku, same thing. If he's out for five weeks, do we cut him now? Do we wait for him to come back for a week or two? Yeah, for both of those guys, that is certainly going to be dependent on who's on your roster and what your record is and what your chances are at making the playoffs. So there is really not a cut-and-dry answer. Obviously, someone like you who is 7-0, and oh, you have a, a much bigger room for some leeway and wiggle room to perhaps okay. uh, cut a player. Uh, of one of those guys' magnitude who have been chipping in this year, I would say looking at the running back position and how well Cordero Patterson started off the year with certainly a top-10 fantasy running Mm -hmm. back, he was a guy that you certainly want to hold on to. That running back position, uh, unfortunately, we've seen last week running back Brees Hall of the New York Jets Mm -hmm. gone for the season with an ACL injury. So that position beyond any is one that you certainly want to covet and make sure that you have quality players. Uh, in regards to David Njuku, some options on this week waiver wire were Hayden Hurst of the Cincinnati Bengals. He's been pretty steady throughout the course of the season. Uh, obviously, defenses are going to be paying more and more attention to those outside weapons the Bengals have. Also, Irv Smith of the Minnesota Vikings is a guy who's kind of very quietly been consistent enough this week could be a nice matchup at home against the Arizona Cardinals. I would expect for some points to get scored in that game. What about a handcuff to, what is it, Harrison Bryant, the backup in Cleveland, if you needed somebody, the tight end uh, behind David Njoku? Yeah, I mean, I would say that it's risky. You know, out of all the positions in fantasy football, the tight end position is the most fickle. I mean, this year, outside of Travis Kelsey, Mark Andrews, and Dallas Goddard, 
uh, week to week, it's been hard to find a consistent play with even some of the top names like a Darren Waller or a George Kittle. And so for me, uh, it's a position that I've really been trying to uh, get things done on a week to week basis. And when you look at Cleveland's offense, uh, not a lot going on in the passing games. I think it's going to be up to Jacoby Percet. Uh, what his comfort level is with this backup and how capable he is. I also pay attention to game flow. I would perhaps take a look at Cleveland's upcoming schedule. And if there are some games where you figure a lot more passing may be involved, you feel a little bit safer. But we know the Browns, very smart, uh, very wise, uh, lean on their running game and those two talented running backs because they don't have a lot of name power at the uh, wide receiver and tight end position outside of Amari Cooper. Talking fantasy football with our fantasy guru, that's Lance Goodman. Follow him on Twitter at NFLXporter. All right, let's get right to it. Got listeners out there, Lance, that, that want your, your starters and uh, your, your sleepers and your sit uh, players of the week that you, you shouldn't play because of matchups out there, Lance. So what do you got for us with uh, the starters for sure because of the, a great matchup? Absolutely. So let's go ahead and bounce around. And we have gotten to that point in the season where we can kind of start identifying matchups. A great bold of confidence for owners should be uh, there really aren't too many dominant defenses. There really aren't too many defenses out there that you look at and you really consider playing. I mean, maybe outside of Philadelphia, Buffalo, you know, it's probably a handful of other defenses. So when I look at the quarterback position, uh, I love Tua Tunga Valoa this week at Detroit. Uh, I love the opportunity uh, for him to cash in. Uh, with Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle, we know the uh, Detroit Lions have been one of the worst defenses in the NFL. Uh, Jalen Hurts this week at home against the Pittsburgh Steelers. How can you not love Josh Allen of the Buffalo Bills at home this week against Green Bay? And then there's a couple other quarterbacks that I think the game could potentially be high scoring. That would be Arizona and Minnesota, so Kirk Cousins and Kyler Murray, and also New Orleans and the Las Vegas Raiders, side note. Uh, even though Jameis Winston is back healthy, Andy Dalton has the name, the starter moving forward or until further notice. So he may be a guy that fantasy football owners, this is a bye week, an injury, somebody like a Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers not playing well and being trustworthy. A guy like Andy Dalton uh, has a lot of weapons around him, could be worth your while. Question marks for me are going to be Russell Wilson has really played bad all year, traveling out to London, returning from a hamstring. Dak Prescott, we expect, we uh, certainly understood that he shook off some rust last week. Has an opportunity this week at home against Chicago. And then Matthew Stafford uh, has been another one of those guys, like a Tom Brady, like an Aaron Rodgers, where the numbers are way down from last year. At home against San Francisco, a team that's really dominated them, especially in the regular season. We know the Rams have had a ton of problems on their offensive line. And then I don't know many fantasy owners who are going to be looking to start Aaron Rodgers this week on the road at the Buffalo Bills from afar. It just looks like those guys are running into a buzzsaw. Talk to me, Kenny JT. Are there any quarterbacks that capture your interest this week, either putting up big numbers or perhaps struggling? I think the big numbers uh, boat has sailed. The problem with me is we've got, it seems as though there's quarterback controversies everywhere. You mentioned one at the Saints. What about New England? How about the Colts? Matt Ryan getting benched for Sam Ellinger. Is this the wave of the future? Is this guy going to take over the reins at the Colts? Or is this just to see if maybe we can tank and go find somebody in the draft next year? Probably a little bit of everything. Uh, the Colts have been trying to find a one-year solution piece by piece. 
since losing uh, Andrew Luck, their franchise quarterback, a couple years ago, I should say, since, uh, since he stepped away from the game. So it was Phillip Rivers. It was Jacoby Brissett. It was Carson Wentz. This year was Matt Ryan. It just was a uh, recipe that wasn't successful. I'm, I don't care what quarterback you put. You could put Patrick Mahomes in Indianapolis right now. And with the way the defenses are stacking the box to stop Jonathan Taylor, only one trustworthy receiver and Michael Pittman. Uh, we know Matt Ryan's pretty much a statue in the pocket. So it was never a situation that was set up to be successful for him unless everything worked out perfectly. And we know that's just not it in football. In the case of Andy Dalton, I would say that Jameis Winston's play this year uh, really hurt him. Uh, he had, what was it, three consecutive games where the Bucks were in the game and it was solely his turnovers that, that, that led to them losing. And so I think Andy Dalton, although he had three turnovers, and we know he's a turnover-prone quarterback as well, uh, I think that is simply a case of what is working uh, right now. And so it, it, you guys are right. You know, the quarterback position this year, uh, has really been a toss-up. You know, if you go to NFLExporter.com right now for me, and I'd love to hear from you guys, I mean, outside of Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, Jalen Hurts, uh, Geno Smith, Joe Burrow, and from a number standpoint, uh, Justin Herbert, because I haven't been particularly thrilled with his play week to week. Mm-hmm. Uh, man, from there, it's a complete toss-up. I mean, Absolutely. last week we've seen a guy like Daniel Jones, you know, be able to go out and, and, and be second uh, in points scored at the quarterback position. So that that position – uh, has really become a head-scratcher for me. Let's move over to running back, guys. Talk to me. Your guy, Nick Chubb, uh, continues to do his thing. 91 yards, a rushing TD last week at home, this week against Cincinnati. How do you guys see the cards stacking up for him? Lance could have easily rushed for over 100 yards last week. We've got a coach that refuses to run the ball. So yep. we don't know what to do with either one of these running backs. We think we've got two great ones. And what we're doing is we're counting down the time to the NFL trade deadline next Tuesday at 4 o'clock. Because we feel that Kareem Hunt is on the trade block, and if he gets traded, he could be a feature back elsewhere, maybe a team like the Buffalo Bills. I I absolutely agree. We all know that Kareem Hunt is a very talented running back, and if given the opportunity to lead a backfield, uh, we know that this guy is a big-time player. And so when you guys talk about that, I'll throw some other names at you now that we shifted over at running back if you are a Tony Pollard owner. Uh, Ezekiel Elliott has not practiced all week long. The Cowboys have a bye week coming up, and so there's a chance that he may be out this week at home against Chicago. That'd be a grand opportunity for Tony Pollard to step in and do some really positive things. Also, I love the matchup for Dalvin Cook this week at home against the Arizona Cardinals. Derrick Henry, got the wheels rolling full steam ahead, always poses big-time problems for the Houston Texans. And then another guy that I'm absolutely loving right now, I'm very envious of fantasy owners who were able to get Kenneth Walker III, the rookie running back from the Seattle Seahawks. He looks every bit of the part, has a matchup this week at home against the New York Giants. But the elephant in the room, guys, continues to be the same thing. Can the big-name guys, especially James Conner this week, on the road against Minnesota, Najee Harris on the road against Philadelphia, Jonathan Taylor this week at home against Washington. Can any of those preseason top ten running backs get it going? Because those guys are really killing fantasy owners' lineups right now. Okay, let's go back to Kareem Hunt here. All right, let's say you are in need of a running back. And before the trade happens, is it worth taking a shot at trading for him now and getting him at a decent price? I don't know what you have to give up to get him in fantasy football, Lance, but trading for him now. So come Tuesday, he becomes 
a number one for somebody else, and all of a sudden you've got a number one now uh, in in Kareem Hunt, either maybe with the Buffalo Bills, um, uh, the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, who's the other team, JT? You told me uh, the, the Philadelphia Eagles were even looking at him, right, uh, Kareem? So is it worth taking a flyer and, and trying to pull off a trade now? I would say so. You definitely would want to be ahead of the curve if he lands in the right spot. I think that would be the key for me. If he goes to a couple of those teams that you mentioned, like Buffalo and Philadelphia, I don't see him coming there and completely uh, taking over the lion's share of work in the backfield. So for me, uh, it would really depends on where he's landed at okay. uh, in terms of making a trade and what you may be able to get in return. So I wouldn't give up a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do like his value. Even if he stays in Cleveland, if Nick Chubb were to miss any time, then again, you have a guy who's already etched in stone and playing behind arguably the best, at least run blocking uh, uh, offensive line in the NFL. So it definitely would be mm-hmm. a strategic move. But if things worked out, a perfect case scenario where he were to go to a team like a Kansas City who maybe does not have a all-out uh, uh, stud running back, then it certainly would be worth your while to pull a move like that early. So, in other words, it's way too early to push a panic button on any of these guys that may be getting moved in the NFL. And we're talking fantasy football with NFLExporter.com's Lance Goodman. Lance, I've got an interesting one for you. Uh, Last week, or coming into this week anyway, Debo Samuel listed as questionable. Now, they made a big deal. They bring in Christian McCaffrey at the 49ers. 49ers have beat the Rams, I believe, like the last six times they've played. Something crazy like that. What do you think the role with Christian McCaffrey now in that system for a little over, just under two weeks, is there any value in Christian McCaffrey this week at the 49ers? You know, it had to be more value than last week, and that was the thing that I would say fantasy owners wanted to be encouraged about. On only 10 touches, he still had 62 all-purpose yards. So in a very short sample size, the all-purpose ability of Christian McCaffrey always makes him a always makes him a main play. It's just really about him getting more familiar with the playbook, implementing into the offense. And so I would think this would be the last week that we may not see him getting the lion's share of the work. They certainly did not make that trade to put him in a committee. I think that is certainly was the result last week. Again, that was a short week. I mean, he basically yeah. came over on about two or three days' notice before playing, and again was able to put together 62 all-purpose yards. And so this week, and he's a guy you cannot afford to sit, especially in full-point PPR. So I would say still temper expectations this week, but starting in week nine, he should be ready to go for the long haul in terms of fully taking over that San Francisco backfield. All right, for people out there that want more information from you, Lance, tell them where they can find it for this weekend and the rest of the season. Absolutely. Please visit NFLExporter.com. That is www.NFLEXPORTER.com. Get to that website. Just look right along the top, uh, right above the logo there, and you will see the handles for Instagram, Facebook, NFL Exporter, and also on Twitter at NFL Exporter. On all of those social media outlets, feel more than free to drop me a line. I'd be more than happy to help you. Get right, like my guys, Kenny and JT. We are looking forward to moving on to 8 No this upcoming week. You're the best, Lance. We always appreciate the time. Have a great weekend. We'll talk to you again next week. All right, buddy? Absolutely. You guys have a great weekend as well. Thank you as always. Lance Goodman, our fantasy guru, JT, undefeated. He's undefeated. Let me repeat that. JT is undefeated, people. Thanks to Lance Goodman. I knew I liked him when I heard his name was Goodman.
<laughs> uh, dude, have you ever been seven and zero before? I don't think so. No. Uh-uh. I mean, think about that. No, That's no, 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 damn no, no, good. Take it back just a little bit. Now he's helped a lot, and especially during the course of the season. But he wasn't on the show when we drafted. You know, sometimes you get a little bit lucky in these situations. Yep. But the thing is, now you've got to manage that luck because, like I mentioned. There are guys that are getting injured. There are guys that are getting traded. A couple of those guys are on my roster right now. So the interesting thing is, and I made a mistake last week, he told me, don't start Dak Prescott in front of Justin Herbert, and I did. And I almost lost the week because Herbert scored 22 fantasy points to Dak Prescott's 14. Now, I was looking at it this way because the Chargers are on the bye week this week. Dak Prescott, I felt, had something to prove coming off the IR. Well, he didn't do too well, but he had a favorable matchup against Detroit. He only scores 14 points. Sure, they put the Lions away, but he didn't score out of his mind. So hopefully, he's got that week under his belt. We look for good things from Dak Prescott this week because my starter's got a bye week.